2: Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light. We had the Rolling Stones and the New Bedford Shine a Light bumper this morning, and I finally got it nearly right. I still could work on my um, queuing a little bit, but uh, uh, we're going to try to shine some light this morning. The first hour, we, we shone some light on um, the uh, Westport school controversy, uh, uh, both sides of the issue. We had good good callers from both sides. If you have something to say about that, give us a call. This is the best time to call because you have a a good, a full 10, 12-minute block uh, where the lines are open. And um, you'll be able to uh, have the attention of South Coast all to yourself without having to compete with other callers. Uh, uh, um, It's been interesting to me, this issue of the... um, Happy endings. I had not realized until Adam uh, Bass reported at the uh, top of the hour news that the teacher had been put on paid leave. Um, so he's paying a price. Uh, uh, I guess. I guess you can argue he should have, for a topic for a book that deals with human sexuality, he should have cleared it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think these kinds of books have been taught for a long, long time. So, so I don't. I don't. I really don't understand what the issue is. Uh, maybe you. you uh, feel differently. If you look at the New Bedford Light this morning, you see our reporter, Colin Hogan, has a great story about the epidemic of mental illness at not just New Bedford High School, but high schools in general, which I would argue has always been there. It's just that we acknowledge it now. And New Bedford High School is asking for $7.2 million more to, to treat behavioral health issues this year. Um, they, they point to studies that say say only 41% of the kids behavioral or mental health issues are being treated so that means four in ten kids who have an issue can't get the help they need 60 counselors six zero i think new bedford school system is around ten thousand students if i recall correctly so we have 60 counselors working over there the world has changed since you and i went to high school or or if you're an older caller since you and i went to high school if you're a younger caller or a middle-aged caller maybe um Hasn't changed quite so much. We've had more awareness of these issues, but but we have an epidemic of, of mental illness, and 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 we have a teacher over in Westport who's trying to deal with the topics of human behavior and human sexuality that we all uh, know, and 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 yet he's in trouble. We have a culture war going on in this country, and that that culture war is between, the, I guess, for lack of a better word, the traditionalists and the progressives. Um, you know, sometimes the progressives go too far. You you, you wonder if, if everything is going to be touchy-feely and and in, there'll be um, a victimization in, in everything. But on the other hand, I don't want to go back to the world where these topics weren't talked about at all. And I, I don't think most of my, my uh, listeners do either. So the world has changed. We deal with these issues now and... Um, That's just the way the world is. I want to uh, return to a topic that we talked about yesterday, um, uh, and that is uh, the star store. I really don't want to let this issue go because I think uh, I'm worried that what we will get is the legislative delegation, the mayor saying, well, we went to the governor, we did the best we could. But, you know, you just have to let the state university system de- determine, you know, they're autonomous. They have to determine their own uh, 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 practices, their own locations of campuses, uh I talked to former Mayor Scott Lang recently, and, 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 and he was talking about this is not a small decision to close a, a campus in uh, the, the sixth or seventh largest city in the Commonwealth. This is a major decision, and it appears to have been up to one man, Chancellor Mark Fuller. At UMass Dartmouth and the UMass Building Authority, a state bureaucratic agency, and the Division of Capital Asset Management and Maintenance. That's a mouthful. It just means the people in the state bureaucracy that are in charge of state buildings. So they get to decide for the whole of South Coast, you know, that that has loved this art school, that has made the downtown successful, whether the school will be there or not. They get to decide... You know, I mean, people say that the enrollment is down. Uh, the artists will tell you the enrollment is down because UMass Dartmouth stopped recruiting. You have I was over there one day last week, and just in that day, I met students from Arizona, Montana, and what was the third place? New York, New York State. So all of them coming from across the country to go to the University of Massachusetts Dartmouth College of Visual and Performing Arts. I'm familiar with the school in Kentucky. There's a public university that specializes in music education. You can make that school nationally known and attract people from across the country there. Uh, It has played an integral role in reigniting the new Bedford economy. And yet people from our local elected officials are telling us that they're going to try to save it, but they're not sure they can. That's not acceptable, in my opinion. Don't try. Just succeed. Just save it. Uh, There's now, there's been talk now about a lawsuit. Uh, Representative Chris Hendricks, a a great young representative from the north end of New Bedford, has talked about a lawsuit against developer Paul Downey. Uh, uh, As uh, Representative Hendricks explained to me, the argument that Downey is using, that the building is now his, after the state paying him lease money for 20 years, is thin the uh, Santa Montigny wrote in to the legislation that the building could be purchased for a dollar. UMass didn't do it in time. They tried again to make UMass do it. They did do it in time, but this time Downey objected. So that's where we are. Uh, mayor, former Mayor Lang, who you know, I'm beginning to think he needs to to, to run a writing campaign to to run for mayor uh, uh, since he's his law practice is too busy. Uh, Uh, for him to, to to actually do it that people should just rise up if they don't save this star store this is not a small issue this is the seminal issue on the south coast right now it is key to to the survival of the downtown new bedford economy the downtown new bedford revival and we just cannot accept it we have to tell the governor and the local elected officials that we're mad as hell and we're not going to accept it. Really, it's it's just, we, we can't have another situation where it's like the oceanarium or the train for many years, That the train we finally got it, although it's an indirect route. We just cannot accept that. The, the answer is not we're going to try to save it. The answer is we're going to save it. And in order to save it, Mayor Lang says that you need to uh, have everybody in the room with that meeting at the governor, not just Representative Cabral and Senator Montigny and the other delegation members. You need to have the university, Chancellor Fuller, you need to have the university president, Martin Mian, and you need to have the developer, Paul Downey. And just, you know, you've got to make it a win-win so that everybody comes out with a, a, a situation that they can live with and, and get that c- campus out of bed, bath, and beyond and back to to where it belongs in New Bedford. Maybe you can't accomplish that this semester, but you can certainly accomplish it at the semester break between uh, uh, Christmas and and the start of the new year. So if you have a a feeling about this, give me a call. 508-996-0500. People are not interested in talking about the um, Star Store. People not interested in talking about uh, the controversy at Westport High School. Uh, I don't know. What are you interested in talking about? We have a, a city election coming up uh, the first week in October will be the preliminary election. And we really haven't heard much about, about that election yet. Uh, I wrote a column maybe a, a month ago now that the at-large race was going to be the race to watch this year. We, we, we really just have a lot of strong candidates. Um, I, I know that um, that uh, charter reform issue that Catherine Adamowicz is leading is uh, still uh uh, percolating along I, I have some issues with that that I'll I'll talk about at the appropriate time but uh, I think that the 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 focus now is on this at, at large issue the issue with um, uh, candidates strong candidates for the first time in many years two former city council well one incumbent city councilor who wants to change from Ward 5 to at large who I think Scott Lima may be in uh, with Chris and Marcus uh, at 9 o'clock or, or during their show this morning, if I have the day right. Uh, Scott Lima has switched from uh, Ward 5 to at-large race. Uh, Bruce Duart, who used to live in Ward 4, now lives in Ward 1 in the far north end, is running for at-large. She's a former council president. So those are strong candidates. You have Devin Burns, who is um, a well-known um uh, businessman uh, uh the owner of uh, destination soups in the downtown does a lot of charitable work around the city knows a lot of people he's running we have um uh Carmen emerald very strong candidate who ran in the Ward three race finished second finished um uh a strong second she uh is a professional educator a child of immigrants and well known in teacher circles and progressive circles Um uh, with the Coalition for Social Justice, uh, uh, the progressive forces in the city uh, are uh, putting her forward for an at large position this time instead of the 1 uh, 3 uh, uh, race. So we'll see where that goes. We have a call on the line. Let's go to them. You're on the air with Jack Spillane.
1: Hello?
2: Turn, turn your radio down.
3: I, I just set it up.
2: Okay. <laughs> Hello? Yep. You're on the uh, air. I'm so
3: glad you're on because I, I, you're a breath of fresh air on, <laughs> on, on BSM. Uh, I mean, talking, I think you're the only one on the radio that lives in New Bedford. You
2: know, uh, I think. I do live in New Bedford. I'm a property taxpayer in New Bedford. I know. You know I, I know. I think Tim lives in New Bedford. Uh, and, no, and Tim, um, No,
3: he lives in Wareham,
2: I thought. No, no, he's moved to New Bedford now. Oh, he has? Yeah, and I think Chris McCarthy has, 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 has uh, been in New Bedford uh, uh, while he's been ill. Uh, uh, so I think th- there are connections.
3: Well, I know. Because anyway, to make a long story short, one thing in, in that book, um, it's is talking about the happy endings. happy endings. Yeah. yeah, well, the another main issue is uh, to me of it is is the teen suicide, which is very rampant.
1: Absolutely,
3: and, and I think that's a it's a it's a good. I don't know. I, I I don't like to comment. I didn't read the book, but I've read Margaret Atwood's other books, so I know she's no dummy. But um, she's. It's, I, anyway, uh, so uh, it's not only just the sex, but the um, the the that, the the woman is is. Uh, goes to suicide instead of trying to. I don't know. I'm not saying she should get revenge, like. Uh, but but it sort of parallels like Marilyn Monroe. Yes. The women get involved with men, and then they they turn to suicide, uh, take pills, thinking they're going to get them. I think yes. that that book has a lot of um, of uh, topics for discussion with those kids that are old enough to talk about. I mean, they know more than than I'm, I do, I'm sure, you know. Yes, but, um, My, Margaret
2: Atwood is a serious writer.
4: I know, the, I've read you, her, you know, I've read
3: it's, her hand books. And I've seen her on, on TV, you know, on some of the Fox posts. But, you know, she's a very uh, brilliant woman. But, yeah. um, but and anyway.
2: it's and, and it's not sex for titillation or no, exploitation. No, it's just part not, of the story. It's just part not. of the story.
3: I know. It, it, it's in there. Like, to me, a power of us, like Marilyn Monroe... You know, yes. how the women get involved with men and then that the, and suicide we've even had remember we had that big thing not that long ago um it was at Lake no uh, where Tabor Academy is Yes. that, that girl that was taking making the guy uh, telling the guy to commit suicide
2: yes I, I I know in my time in New Bedford there have been a couple of suicides of teens that took place in public places uh you know, kids struggling with various issues, LGBT issues, um, yeah, issues of that, alienation that, for their big, families.
3: That's a big thing nowadays. Yeah. yeah.
2: I yeah. mean, so so that's anybody like who thinks that the kids are... a big
3: are, thing in our area. It was even on 2020. Michelle, I can't remember her name. And, and, she, and she just did it by phone.
2: Yeah. And yeah. Anybody, anybody who thinks that these kids are not familiar with these issues is and then they're being indoctrinated, they already know about these issues. Come on. Let's be Tell serious.
3: I, I'm an old teacher, and, and I, I was shocked one time. I was in the kindergarten, and, and I was sitting at the little girls at lunch, you know, and doing a bit, was talking about abortion. Oh, my aunt's going to have an abortion. Hello? I mean, when I was in kindergarten, I didn't know how you got pregnant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were it's another era today. Yeah. So, you're, you're,
2: <laughs> a, you're a great call. You're making my day, because I was feeling a little insecure. I didn't have any phone calls. Oh, but,
3: about the Star Store. Oh, my
2: Carla, can you hold on? Because I got to go to a commercial break here. Do you want to hold on? Uh, yeah, okay,
3: okay. Oh, yeah, okay,
2: so hold on. <laughs> so, Carla, we were talking about uh, your support of uh, uh, happy endings being taught in Westport, Westport. But you also said you wanted to talk about the Star Store. Oh yeah.
3: Oh please. I I, I, I don't know. King John must be blind. But um. But uh. It, one can't they? i don't i mean i think that's going to destroy new bedford we don't know everything's going to be in darkness but we have to pay taxes for nothing y- yes well the, the more we pay the less we get how can they not how can they let that go downtown's going to be a ghost town Yeah.
2: You know, the interesting thing is um uh, i haven't agreed with mayor mitchell on a lot of this issue but he does correctly point out that you know New Bedford is like a string bean type city, and the university is technically over the line in Dartmouth, but it really is here for the cities of New Bedford and Fall right, River. Right,
3: that, that helps the businesses downtown, the, no of the green bean, they're not going to hang around the, the skate shops and and all the, you know, hello. Honey. Yeah,
2: people people have said to me, the artists are here now, don't worry about it, they'll stay. But after a few years, they won't stay because they oh. come to be near the art school and some of them stay and have their careers here. They come because of the whole environment that the art school creates. They came from the Swain School. That's how all the artists got to New Bedford. Yeah, I so, know. I remember the Swain School.
3: I'm older than you. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> <hello>. <laughs> but anyway um, that's not the point. The point is, is, is I don't know what's wrong with that man. He's, he's going to be on at 11 o'clock with the friendly boys there who are not only going to give him softball questions.
2: Well, but who is that uh, It's going to be on? Who? Who's going to be on at 11? Um,
3: King John Mitchell.
2: Oh, John Mitchell. Okay. No, because
3: he's going to have the new city hall. Hello, for what? <laughs> okay. For more bums to hang right. around?
2: We'll, we'll, we'll call him Mayor Mitchell, not King Mitchell. <laughs> well,
3: he, the way he's talking, he's going to have a palace. And he's in there forever. I'm surprised he's not
2: getting crowned. Oh, right, you know, Carl, I love you. You're so spunky, but, but you're losing me a little bit because New Bedford City Hall is running out of room. But although room. I, I don't think you would replace like the Capitol building or the White House. So I, I think we got to find some way to I'd like to see us return to the library to to, to, to where the library is as City Hall. That, that's the grand building of downtown New Bedford. But clearly they need more room. You know, whether it's at the administration building, you know, up the street where they have... a. What do
3: they do
2: in City Hall? Oh, they could use that, too. I mean, you have to understand how big New Bedford government is now. They have a whole big annex with four or five buildings that are are filled at the old Tech High School um, on... What street is that on? Hillman. Hillman Street. So, uh, New Bedford government now, and they have other offices over at the Quest Center... It's a, it's a big, some of the offices are at the art museum. The, it's, a, it's a big operation now. Well,
3: I don't know. But anyway, anyway, thank you for letting me speak. Oh, off.
2: you're a great call. Call
5: anytime.
3: Okay, have a good day. Okay, God you, you too. Time. We're
5: going to go to the news with Adam Bass. Bye, honey. Thank you, Jack. Here are some of the national stories we're following. Saudi Arabia is extending its oil production cuts through the end of the year, are reversing course down. The the voluntary 1 million barrel per day reduction will be reportedly reviewed based on a monthly basis until then. The kingdom first applied the cuts in July after oil prices fell below $75 a barrel. Brent crude prices jumped above $90 a barrel after Tuesday's announcement. An Ohio senator is making a push to ban federal mask mandates. On Tuesday, Republican J.D. Vance introduced new legislation that aims to prevent federal agencies from requiring masks on commercial airlines, public transit, and other public schools. Known as the Freedom to Breathe Act, the bill would also prevent those industries from refusing service to people who choose not to wear a face covering. No rest for the weary hurricane forecasters. Trey Thomas explains. AccuWeather senior meteorologist
0: Matt Benn says tropical depression number 13 could develop into Tropical Storm Lee tonight. The eastern U.S., such as uh, the northeastern portions of the U.S., will need to watch this system closely uh, as it begins to turn its way to the north. Ben says this storm is not expected to take aim at Florida. It's heading in a west-northwest direction with 35-mile-per-hour winds nearing Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands by
5: the weekend. I'm Trey Thomas. The so-called Doomsday Cult mom Lori Vallow Daybell is filing to appeal her murder conviction. Earlier this year, Lori Vallow Daybell was found guilty of murdering her 17-year-old daughter and 7-year-old son and conspiring to kill her husband's ex-wife. The Idaho judge sentenced her to life in prison without the chance of parole. Actor Gary Busey is the subject of an investigation after he was allegedly involved in a hit-and-run accident. According to the Los Angeles County Sheriff's deputies, the accident happened last week along the Pacific Coast Highway in Malibu. A woman in the other vehicle involved tells TMZ she was driving on PCH when Busey pulled out of a shopping center, struck her vehicle, and drove away. And... A trove of items owned by the late Freddie Mercury will be going up for auction today, including handwritten lyrics to some of the Queen's biggest hits. The items were on display in a traveling ex- exhibit over the summer. The legendary singer died in 1991. Proceeds will go to the Phoenix Mercury Trust and the Elton John AIDS Foundation. In sports, the Boston Red Sox lost to the Tampa Bay Rays last night, 8-6. to The series will wrap up in St. Petersburg tonight at 6.40 p.m. And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. Another muggy day in store for us, but we have some clouds moving in throughout the day. It's going to feel hot, but our temperatures will be near 86 degrees overnight tonight, clear and humid, low of 67. And for tomorrow, another muggy, hot and humid day for us. Our highs will be reaching 85 degrees. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. Right now it is 74 degrees in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app.
4: I'm going to rent myself a house in the shade of the freeway. Going to pack my lunch in the morning and go to work each day.
2: All right. We have a little bit of Jackson Brown in the pretender to uh, ease us into this final uh, half hour before the eight o'clock hour. This is Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light sitting in for Tim Weisberg. Uh, uh, Tim is under the weather with a, a kidney stone surgery, but he'll be back soon. And I'm trying to hold the fort here. We've had some great callers this morning. That last caller who said she was older than me, uh, boy, boy, was she full of life. And, she, uh, of course, she made my day because she said she uh, she liked what I was what I was saying. But but you may not. So if you don't, uh, call us uh, and tell us why. Uh, um, I had forgotten that Mayor Mitchell will be uh, on South Coast now for his weekly appearance with Chris and, and Marcus. Uh, I'll be listening to that. And um, I hope you'll tune in, too. I think... Uh, Uh, I'm sure they'll have some questions on the Star Store for him. That is the issue of the summer to me. That is the issue of the year. We cannot let the College of Visual and Performing Arts leave downtown New Bedford. Every downtown needs an anchor. That's what brings in people. That's what brings in the lifeblood. It can't just be housing. It can't just be Social service agencies that 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 service the um, the down and out. There has to be a positive force in the downtown, and we have to have that CVPA. So I hope that when the mayor talks about uh, the meeting, that the and I hope the mayor is invited to this meeting. Tony Cabral's um, Facebook post was was uh, was uh, encouraging because it said they're going to meet with Governor Maura Healy, but I was. I thought it was odd that, that, that there was nothing from Senator Martigny. I'm sure he's in on it, but, but, you know, I'd, I'd like this process to be public as much as possible. And, and I'm following Mayor Lang's recommendation that, that it should include the attorney general, the, um, university officials and, uh, developer downey uh, uh, we need to get everybody in a room and just solve it. We don't need to have the delegation just meet with the governor and say jee we tried as hard as we could but you know we just couldn't do it like you know you know there's, there's just not enough money it's too expensive you know that the, the university has spent money elsewhere you know they spent 75 million dollars for the Mount Ida campus. It shouldn't just be that the well-to-do universities like UMass Amherst and UMass Lowell, and the universities like UMass Boston and UMass Dartmouth that have, have less money, often for no fault of their own, you know, get saddled with not being able to expand because, because the other universities get it all. It can't be like that. There's a reason why we have a public university in the southeastern Massachusetts part of the state. We have to keep that, that art school in downtown New Bedford. And as Mayor Lang says, we need to make it into a, a, a school that attracts national national interest uh we have some calls in the line so we'll go to one you're next on wbsm with jack Spillane. hey jack how you
1: doing good so I, i'm going to chime in on the, the book really really quick um because i heard through people in the know i guess jesse the department of education uh, elementary and secondary education up in boston uh, they approved that book, huh? so so holding the the teacher into account uh, seems wrong, to be, to be honest with you. Because they they get a list. They say these these are the books that are approved by the state. You can pick any book that you want, and as, as an educator, you assume that the due diligence up in Boston did the right thing. Wow. So so. Uh, So saying that, or or trying to fire or or suspend a teacher for doing this seems... Wrong, I, I, wrong they're, I they're had, not doing anything wrong
2: i had not realized that he was using an approved book by the department right. of elementary and secondary education westport school system is going to be lucky if they don't have a lawsuit from him if they're not careful i am very concerned that the public school systems in this country we've seen it in orr we've seen it in uh, uh dartmouth a little bit uh, that they are under the influence of these right-wing very conservative forces, which I think are right. looking for a wedge issue for the Republican Party, trying to remake our school systems, remake our culture in a very conservative, culturally restrictive way that most people don't support, and that the school systems have become more afraid of the right-wing forces than the left-wing forces that are also out there. If this if this teacher is just teaching an approved book, what the heck are they doing putting him on paid leave? Yeah, I. That,
1: that's that was my concern. This is from somebody who was actually on uh, a school committee. So this is what I heard. Wow, if whether, it... or not, whether, whether or not she's correct or he's, you know, I don't know. I didn't actually look at the approved list of books, uh, but I'm just taking their word for it. I assume because they were either in a school committee or currently serving in a school committee. I'm not sure. Uh, But I do know that they were involved at that level, at the town level. So Um,
2: I think Superintendent Auburn needs to be aware that he lives in a community and he leads the school system in a community that has just as many progressive people as conservative people. And that, yes, it's fine for him to investigate it. It's fine for him to look in to see whether it's appropriate. But to, to... Somehow put a stigma on this teacher because he taught what you know. Now I, I'm taking your word for it that it's an approved book. But if that right, turns that out is, to be correct, that's, then
1: that's specifically, I mean yourself as a journalist, I'm sure you have more inroads than I would in, in regards to uh, whether or not that that's an approved book. I'm sure you can just make a quick, uh, quick call. So yeah, that is. That's why I want to put it out on the air, give it to you, see what you do with it. But, All right. Uh, it's just, it's just something that I know. That I heard uh, because attacking a teacher and uh, with an approved book, I think that's completely yeah. wrong and, I, and, and if you're and if you're interested in actually getting rid of the book, petition Desi do do the right thing and petition. The Department of uh, Elementary and Secondary. Yes, and, and,
2: and, and, the book. and this teacher evidently is respected by many in the community because there's 150 signatures in a fairly yeah. small town already, already uh, uh, supporting him. Well, that, you're a great caller. Thanks for thanks for calling yeah. in with that tip. got yeah. it. Okay. You're next on WBSM with Jack Spillane. Hey, good morning, Jack.
4: Good morning. And um, no, 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 on the, on, the, on the book list. Sure. years to the local high school grammar school but i'm calling i mean there was no there's no discussion of anybody that had and, and the slightest tinge of sexuality to it and, but to, to, to go back to the, the call, who, who was complaining about president biden not staying through the benediction And and the award of the medals on to that retired captain who served in Vietnam a little before I did. But the the stage was set up, or the the podium was set up, so that the uh, the officer who gave the benediction was not on the same platform as as was the president and and the recipient. Ah.
2: Call. I, I um uh I just asked you to wash your language. This is a public language. I think I, I hit okay. the right. button, button in time, but but uh I recognize this caller's voice and I, I wanna let you know, call that I know you served your time and you did your duty. Uh unlike some other politicians that are off that are that are quick to, to criticize people, and I agree with you that they're just making a big deal out of Biden, because I don't like his, his political philosophy. I recognize your voice, and I just want you to know, Carla, that I've gotten your recent letter, and I am going to apply to you, so, you. so I just yes, want, to, want to say that. I've, Co- got, I've got to go to a commercial now, but I have another call on the line. No problem. No problem. No <sighs> problem. All right, this is Jack Spillane, City Unit for Tim Weisberg this morning, and we're going to go right to the, the phones because they're lit up. You're next on the year on WBSM.
0: Hey, good morning. Good morning. I heard you say that uh, we need to build a new city hall
2: because the government's getting bigger. No, that I, I, wasn't me. That was Mayor Mitchell who proposed that last week on South Coast Now with Chris and Marcus. I, I do think that there is an argument that we need more room, and but I think that before we build a, a city hall, and I think the mayor would agree with me, we need to build replace the, the four or five hundred year old elementary schools, build a new police station and maybe a, a new school for pre-K. So I think eventually it's down the line. But the mayor threw that out uh, last week. I thought it was a little bit of a diversion from the Star
0: Store, but he did throw it out. Yeah, it could be a diversion from the Star Store. But I'll tell you what, though, I think logically I have a question about that, because if you reason that the taxes are so high in the Bedford that it's discouraging businesses from coming in and, and encouraging people that live in the Bedford to sell their properties because they can't afford to pay the taxes. I think there's like elderly people that have to make a choice between getting their essentials and, and paying their property bills so they can remain in their homes and being forced to sell them. And it seems to me the government would need to be smaller and not larger. And then building, gov- building a building to house a larger government would seem... Yeah, you know, in th- the wrong direction.
2: I think you raise a good point that 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 New Bedford is struggling with its property taxes, and you know, building a new city hall would not be like building a school with a school with the state pays eighty percent of the cost of a new school. Uh, I think that. I, I don't think that government is getting any smaller because we live in a, a technological society with all kinds of complex um, environmental regulations and social services and everything else. So I don't think government is getting smaller. But I do think that building a brand-new building for City Hall is – I think that they ought to rehab – if they need to expand, they ought to rehab some of the existing buildings. I think,
0: think you right. Building the building is either here nor there. I, I think the real issue is the size of the government. And I think it needs it needs to be diminished because we just have too much of it. We can't afford. It. Uh, okay, so probably that's, have that's probably have a department now for taking care of illegal aliens or something like yeah,
2: that. Yeah, so that so that's a, a philosophically conservative standpoint, and I understand that sometimes. Oh, I economic. I'm well. Okay, you can uh, I, I think sometimes conservatives are not as fiscally responsible as they claim to be. But I, I, I just would say that, a
0: straw
2: man? Yeah, well yeah, I don't know what you mean by straw man, but what I what well, I would say
0: if you can't address the issue on based on the merits, then you go for the person giving the argument.
2: No, no, I can I can address the I'm, I'm fully capable of I think of, of addressing the issue and the merits. I, I think that um, government is bigger nowadays because society is more complex i don't want to live in a world with no environmental regulations so there's a whole big department that you didn't have before to do that in new bedford i, I you know schools now as i was reading earlier have 60 full-time counselors well i don't know if they're full-time but 60 counselors for students with mental illness that's a, a need that always was there and i sort mm. of s- certainly support you know treating kids with, with with mental illness so so i just think People expect more from government than they did nowadays. It's kind of romantic to think that that's we could—that's
0: not a very good sign. We
2: could reduce it, it's you know. But, independent. That's um, not, not a very, very good sign.
0: Mention you mentioned schools, and you're—you uh, mentioned that you getting some mileage as well out of the uh, the situation in uh, Westport, where a teacher brought in a, a book that's uh, <laughs> not not really palatable for a lot of the parents who actually pay for mileage. That. <laughs> and apparently, it's uh, it's uh, condoned by some organization. We don't. I, I didn't really understand who, what organization that uh, previous koala was uh, uh, accrediting with. Uh, the organization is book. the
2: state government. The, de- the, the organization is the state government, the Department of Elementary and Secondary Education that approved the book.
0: Department of Secondary and Ele- of Elementary and Secondary, and secondary Education. education. And, uh, they approved that book. And then I would say some of them need to be fired, and I would say. <laughs> If People in that school, if they really like that book, and they want those children. to I think we should give uh, school vouchers so that they can go to a charter school that uh, caters to their uh, their inclinations, and they they can teach their kids up one side and down the other of uh, books of that that ilk. Well, I think a that's lot. a good that's a good argument for uh, for people being able to take their their tax money and go to the school of their choice rather than go to the school that's mandated.
2: Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people agree with you. a lot A lot of people would like to see government get smaller. A lot of people don't want environmental regulations. They don't want to pay for for uh, uh, mental health uh, counseling for students with tr- problems. They don't want to uh, pay for the kind of planning and regulations that we have in government, or or even the police and fire forces. Uh, some some people. You know what, minimal government?
0: I I don't. Well, but that's there's, there's talking, too- talking about police and fire forces. How many people have you seen come to a full stop at a stop sign these days? They got those. They got those poor buggers. Those police so tied up with doing uh, silly stuff and being being reluctant to actually enforce the law. That- the laws not being enforced. There's no stopping for stop signs, well, and well, I, uh, God knows what other driving is going on I out there. I think
2: most people are still stopping for stop signs. You uh, yeah, I think th- <laughs> some people don't, but I think most people do.
0: If we if we didn't, I, we'd have accidents. I'm the only one out there that comes if to we, a complete stop. <laughs> I haven't seen anybody else doing it. Okay, I haven't seen anybody else doing All it. Right. Have a good day.
2: Well, yeah. just agree to disagree. Thanks for calling. Uh, we'll go to a commercial. <laughs> All right, we're back. This is Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light filling in for Tim Weisberg. Uh, uh, We are coming up to the top of the hour, so there's not enough time for a caller, but I noticed there was a caller who dropped off. Uh, If you want to call after the the, uh, 8 o'clock news, that would be great. Um, uh, We've been talking about the Star Store this morning. We've been talking about Happy Endings, the the book that got controversial in Westport, which I, uh, I learned something this morning that... That book is approved by the Department of Elementary and Secondary Education. So, why is the teacher even in trouble?
0: Uh, but. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call.